Hi friends, welcome to Fearless, a podcast for beauty professionals ready to take your career to the next level. I'm your host, Alex Torres. In these episodes, you'll hear from successful professionals in and out of the industry. We'll dig deep to hear about obstacles they've overcome and how through living authentically, they've achieved their biggest goals. My hope is with each listen, we can all live a little more authentically and ultimately fear a little less. Hi, everyone. So thanks so much for listening. This is my first ever episode of Fearless. And I have to tell you, I it's going to be a hard one to beat. I got to sit down for a night in Chicago with one of my favorite people on the planet, Kira Doyle. And she's not only an amazing professional in our industry for Matrix and L'Oreal, but she's just an all-around incredible human being. Um, We talk about all sorts of things, including her interest in human design. She's actually a human design reader. You'll get to hear a little bit about that. Um, She's got her own podcast called Beauty Therapy, which I hope many of you listen to. And if not, you've got to go give it a listen. Um... But really just all of the things she's had to overcome and how her life has steered her to on the course that has led her to where she is now. And I think we all can share some commonality with that. And, you know, Kira is not only an incredible uh, person in the industry, but she's also a really great friend and mentor of mine. And I just am so excited to share her with you for this first episode. And guys, please, if you enjoy this episode, I would love none other than for you to subscribe to my podcast. I'm going to try really hard to have amazing people on here and also leave a review. Let me know what you think. I can't wait to hear from you. I can't wait to hear your feedback. And I just want to say thanks again. Please enjoy the one and only Kira Doyle. Thank you. So hi, Kira. Hi. How are you? I'm so good. I I'm so excited to have the Kira Doyle on my first ever podcast. So thank you. Thanks for thanks for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored. When you told me you were going to be starting this podcast, I was so excited because we just need so much more of Alex Torres in our lives. And it's awesome. And I'm really honored to be your first guest. Thanks. Well, I honestly, like you've helped me so much with so many things in life, like overcoming fears. And this podcast is called Fearless. And so I really just thought you kind of would be the best person to be my first guest. So I appreciate you. Yeah. So let's dive in. Let's overcome one of my fears doing this first podcast. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's so scary to do the first one. So props to you. Yeah. The first time you hit record, you're like, oh. But then you're there, right? Like it's it's once once you're in the moment, it happens. Yeah. So, talk to me about Kira. Like, I just want to know what. Tell me your journey. Like, how did you? I know now you're um, the director of digital education, right? Mm-hmm. But you started and got into the hair industry somehow. So I just want to know like your journey and how you ended up here. How you ended up where you are today. So we were talking earlier about how you know your whole situation with when your mom bought your sister that doll and you decided like she'd look better with a haircut. Um, I definitely had a similar experience with dolls and my sister's hair and my brother's hair when I was growing up of just really always having an affinity towards, towards hair. Um, I think it was just one of those things where people always told me I was good at it. And by the time I got into high school, I was doing hair for like proms and I did all the hair for plays and it was a way for me to really participate in other people's lives. Um, Mm. 
in a way that I also felt like I was serving them and I was giving them something they wanted. And so I had my heart set on going to cosmetology school. Um, but my parents had their heart set on me going to college. And so <laughs> of course. that's uh, where I ended up. And I've always kind of had this duality in me. Like one side of me really wants to be super beauty, like in this space. And then the other side of me is like, it's kind of like spiritual and deep and I'm a writer. And so I ended up going to school for writing. Um, and at the time, uh, I was in college, I started working at a hair salon. I went to school in Boston, a hair salon on Newberry street called the loft by Michael Albor. And, um, that's where I met my first mentor in the hair space and how I really supported that salon was through, helping them set up education classes. I became a sal- moved on to becoming a salon manager. I started as a receptionist, but I became a salon manager. And then I did PR for them. And so PR, I was also really good at. And then all of a sudden, everyone was telling me like, you're so good at PR. You're so good at writing people's bios. You're so good at promoting other people. Um, and so that's the path that I kind of fell into for a little while. And when I graduated from school, uh, from college, I decided not to go to cosmetology school. I decided to pursue a a path in PR. I feel like it's like one of those turning points we have in our lives where we just, we wake up and we're like, what am I doing? Like (laughs) that I had a couple years later that I realized I was living my whole life like for somebody else. And I honestly wasn't even sure if beauty was the thing because I felt like that was also something else that like had always been fed to me that people had always said like, you're so good at Um, it took me a really long time to like remember that I'd been passionate about it since the get go. So after a couple of years of being in PR, I ended up enrolling in cosmetology school. I was a little bit of a late bloomer. I was 24 when I enrolled and everybody in my class was like 18, 19 years old. I felt so behind. I felt like I was such a dinosaur and I just did a lot of like, I should be here by now or I should be there by now Um, but life really ended up coming full circle for me I think my my winding path of PR I taught yoga before I became a hairdresser everything kind of added up and that actually is exactly what landed me to where I am now so Mm, so interesting I love that you um, I love that you felt ancient as a dinosaur right like in your 20s but I bet that story resonates with so many people because I think there's there's a lot of us in this industry that end up um kind of starting on the path late. And I also love that you talk about um, people feeding, like some sometimes we need people to almost feed us what, like what our path is, right? Like you need someone to almost validate for you. And you talk about that sometimes in your human design stuff as well. I know you read human design. Um, so at, as you have continued down this path, like, what now like is, is there something in you now that allows you to sort of be that for yourself or do you still do you still feel like you need people to sometimes feed you your path oh, that's such a good one I'm so glad you brought up human design because that's been a huge tool that I've used to really understand myself in the past couple of years um, and for everyone listening human design is essentially a birth chart that is generated it's like an astrology chart on crack so use your exact birth details um, to pull out a body graph and like, I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty spiritual person and, and I believe in a lot of this woo woo stuff, but like, this is very factual. <laughs> it's very scientific. Uh, when you actually open up your chart, it just explains 
it explains so much about you. And so there's five different energy types that we fall into. And my type specifically, it's called manifesting generator. It's all about, you know, being multifaceted, having many different things that you're good at, kind of being like this little energizer bunny, jack of all trades. And one of my main characteristics is that I'm actually meant to respond to life. And so I'm really meant to actually be told like you should be, you, you'd be great at this. And for, for me to decide back, like, how does that feel in my body? How does that make me feel? And, and so being into human design has really helped me, um, have permission to actually reach out and do the crazy things that I love, even if they seem really unrelated, and like my background almost makes no sense. Yeah. And like the things that I'm currently pursuing, they're like across the board. But for me as a human, it's how I kind of operate in a way where I'm always positive and happy and energized. It's like, cause I'm constantly reaching for that next thing that's lighting me up. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think it's, I think what's cool is that like it's it, for anyone, right? Getting your human design read or like learning a little bit about it it sort of validates so many things that are going on in our heads to, you know, like it, it gives you approval in a sense to, um, right. To like live, to live more authentically. Yeah. It yeah. really does. It's like a permission slip from the universe or like from your soul that says like, it's okay to be exactly who you are. And I think the root of struggle and unhappiness for so many of us is because we're trying to live from a place of should, like we're trying to live from, I should be doing this right now. Uh, I should have a 401k. I should be in the, like whatever it is that, uh, that's kind of con conditioning you. Um, when we try to live according to that, that's how we get out of alignment. And that's when things start to feel really hard and like really sticky and or we feel stagnant or bored. And so it is about like really tapping into that that self and yeah, human design just like it can I watch people like just grow so much in the, in the one hour readings that we do like really just aligning going like yeah actually that is so true I, I know that when you first did it for me like I just was I was mind boggled I feel like it brought in so many different things that I had learned from other places like um and and has given me permission I mean it's probably part of the reason why I now have a podcast right is just you start to learn about how to um, manage your thoughts and emotions and, and end up where you're supposed to end up. Um, so I know, so human design is one thing, but like deeper than that, like what, give me, give me one thing. Like, cause one of the things we want to talk about on this podcast is genuinely living authentically. And I, you know, we talked about this a little bit earlier, but um I've learned through the years that the more we can be our true selves, the more opportunity presents itself in the way that it's supposed to. And the more we end up where we're supposed to be. So sometimes we might go through like lots of struggles um, to get to a certain place, but it always ends up where it's supposed to be when you're truly living you. Right. Mm -hmm. So what makes Kira Kira like what the, what's something that makes you authentically you that's different from anybody else? Wow. Um, it's so hard to answer this question because I've always been me mm. and if I can equate it to any, <laughs> any <laughs> I love analogies. Maybe analogies are what make me me because I feel like I'm always speaking you analogies. You do use a lot of them. But uh, okay, so if, 
have you ever cooked a pie mm-hmm. or a brown brownies or some delicious baking thing, right? And when when you're cooking, like baking especially, it's very subtle. Like the fragrances like happen really slowly. And so you've like made the dough and you've put it in the sheet and now it's it's in there and it's baking and you're like you're in the kitchen and you're cleaning up and you kind of forgot there's a pie, right? It's like in there cooking. And then someone else like enters the space and they're like, oh my God, it smells so good in here. And you're like, really? It does? And they're like, yeah, it smells awesome. You're like, oh yeah, I'm like, I made a pie. Like you totally (laughs) forgot about it because it was, and you couldn't smell it because it was yours. And now you're like cleaning the bowls and you're just thinking about like the, I don't know the the mix mm-hmm. and, and you're not smelling your your pie and I feel like that's all of us yeah and we oftentimes don't know what how other people see us and um I can't I, I don't know what makes me <laughs> look authentic to other people but I I get that a lot like people are always like I Love watching you present on stage or facilitate. And I don't know. I, what I can honestly say, though, is when I make that pie, I put in my favorite ingredients. Like, yeah. I just try to make it something that's so, like, going to be so fun for me. And it turns out, like, when other people walk in, sometimes they like the way that it smells. I'm sure other people hate it. Right? But, yeah. like, but I try to, like, I just try to make my life uh, fulfilling for me. And I try to, and this is a newer thing, but I try to care for myself as much as possible because I know that that will have an, ultimately that does have an impact. But it's like the moments that I'm just most free and not really worried about the outcome, not really worried about someone else coming in and eating my pie, making that pie for me. That's when I get the most positive feedback. I love that. What You know, it was funny just hearing you talk about like being on stage. And then I also loved that you said it's hard for us to determine what makes us authentic, right? Like it's, Sometimes you hear it from other people. So I will tell you that I do think that um, because you aren't doing it, like you're you're just being you and you're putting like you're putting everything about you into the pie. Right. And all of your own ingredients. But you're doing it to serve other people. And everything you do is to serve other people. And I just think um, if, if we all work at that. Right. Like it'll just be easier to live. I don't know. Live your truth. Right. Yeah. And and so when you're lighting up the stage, it's because you're so passionate about whatever it is that you're sharing. And you put your heart and soul into like baking that pie so that when you finally serve the pie, it's like, I don't know. Does that make sense? Like you put it all into it. Yeah. Mm. Thank you. I believe in it. And I I think that that's. what helps connect you to other people and and people can tell when you're bullshitting them and sorry, can we swear on your podcast? Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyone that knows me knows that's a problem. Welcome. Um, yeah, like I just, I believe in everything that I stand behind. And so I, I think that that comes through and, um, and those are the people I connect with the most for sure. Yeah. Hmm. So, Another thing we that I think is so, so so many of us we I talk about it in terms of little voices a lot but right like we've got these things that hold us back from like going to the next thing and and you've got so much going on right so 
Not only and you, so many voices. And so many. You do have a lot of <laughs> We all do. Man. So many voices. But you, um, you know, you're a director for a brand. You have your own brand, right, with beauty therapy, which I want you to talk about a little later. You read human design, right? Like you do all these things. But um, I'm assuming that sometimes your little voices hold you back. So talk to me about like something in life like give me a moment where you were afraid and um of of going for something and then sort of what happened when you did go for it and how did you overcome it something i was afraid um of going for let me get to think about this um i i mean there has been so many things as I get older too, it's funny because they go from like things I was really afraid of because I want, like, I guess I was scared of starting a podcast. Um, but there's other things I'm afraid now as an adult that are like very weird. Like I'm afraid of accepting help or accepting love. Right. That, and that's, yeah. that's a whole new thing. Um, I think I love I love to talk about the podcast actually because that's one of the more recent struggles that I had to work through. Yeah. Um, I really wanted to start a podcast, and you were one of the first people I talked to about it. It was like in 2018. I remember that conversation. I was so scared about fucking it up, mm-hmm. or and there's so many ways that you can fuck it up. <laughs> like, yeah. Like. And I have, I mean, I've done it all. I've lost an episode. I've like, I've done the, the things. I was afraid of like, what if no one listens? What if so many people listen and I do something like extremely offensive, like without knowing? Oh God. But you know what I mean? And all of a sudden you're Just, like fucking half famous and like, and, and, and now, 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 now you've lost everyone. I've lost everyone and everyone hates me because I'm so arrogant or in- ignorant and had no idea and just, um, I can be like, I'm super spiritual, like woo. I can be like a little out of it sometimes politically. Mm-hmm. And I was like, God, what if I, what if it's there? What if that's yeah. where I fuck up, you know? And so, um, that was a fear. Succeeding was a fear. Um, and there, and, and because I had all these fears of like succeeding, I was, I was scared to start. I was, and I was, I was scared to start and fail, but I was more afraid to start and succeed. And I'm still afraid to succeed. And I gotta say like, Pushing through uh, in any aspect of our lives, the fear of success is one of the most powerful things we can possibly do because nobody ever looks at that. We just look at what we're afraid will happen if we don't get what we want. Mm. What we're scared will happen if we, if we miss out. Like, And then we look, we focus on the lack in our lives that is present without the thing that we want. But we don't look at the colossal of shit that could go wrong if we get that thing. Yeah. And that is where we really held back. And so I've had to and I continue to have to look around like, why am I so afraid to let something take off? And for every fear that I have, I list a positive affirmation. Of, mm. of, of correcting that fear. And so that subconsciously I'm allowing myself to make space to succeed. And so my fear is about like fucking up politically. It's like people, I'm not going to say I'm not going to, right? Yeah. But that like people will understand like you're human. It happens. 
And if you address it correctly, when it happens, the people that are meant to still be with you will be with you, right? As long as you don't go, as long as you don't act like you didn't do anything wrong. Like as mm-hmm. long as you're willing to grow through it. Um, a fear of abundance. I was always, so, I don't know why I'm afraid because I'm such a passionate person and I could open up a coffee shop and be like so happy. Like happy to like, I could move to Hawaii and open up like a tiki hut and like just uh, chill. <laughs> 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 Surf and like be with the sun and like sit under a tree and like sell coconuts and be so happy. So I don't know why I have this fear about like, running out of passion in life um but i've always had this fear around abundance like if i have abundance i'll have nothing to live for anymore or like what would i possibly work towards mm-hmm. like i don't know what about enjoying it what about like yeah. helping people what about change like if money is the energy that's like moving the world what about moving the things in the world that you don't like and giving back and contributing to the people that have helped you and the people that you like it just so I've had to look at like all my fears around money. Um, so that is like, I'm afraid to receive. I'm afraid to ask for help. I'm afraid to receive. And the podcast really sparked that for me. But like, that is what I'm working on right now. More than anything, I'm working on like my capacity to let the light in. Does that I make love, sense? No, it makes so much sense. And I love, there was a couple things in there that I really liked. One of them was... Um, the affirmations piece, right? Like just giving yourself those affirmations. Um, it's what, you know, and you started talking like with the podcast and one of the things that we're doing with your podcast right now is this um, journey with the artist way, right? The book by Julia Cameron. And I'm mm-hmm. so excited you have us all on that journey, but just in the first week alone, we, one of the things is giving yourself those affirmations. Like when you start to struggle through, th- through thoughts, like almost pause in that moment and literally write it, down like mm-hmm. right down so if i'm like um i don't know start thinking about like what's gonna happen if i ask for this promotion right like oh my god it could go wrong what if they don't like me what if they don't want me what but then if if in that moment i stopped myself and said like wrote down you are good enough you're deserving mm-hmm. right you've worked for this it doesn't necessarily mean that i'm going to get there but it might make you a little bit more confident to go for it and is that kind of what you're saying you did with the affirmations to yeah. like lead yourself through some of those moments yeah give myself like another narrative Mm -hmm. write a different story because ultimately i did spend you know my first like all of my until i really was like when we were talking about like hitting 30 but like until i hit 30 it was all about what would happen if i didn't get it and like what would happen if i didn't get it was my day-to-day like that's reality that's Mm -hmm. like literally what i'm living Mm -hmm. right now like i don't have it that's right. like what is so scary about now like it's actually everything's pretty pretty fine right like or how i would be scared of like how long something was gonna take and it would be like well how and julie cameron says it but she's like you say oh it's gonna take me five years before i could like actually be successful on my podcast like i can't wait until i'm 35 to be successful on your podcast and then she'll say well how old will you be when you're 35 <laughs> right <laughs> like the same age then, wh- then what you might as well do it any like you're going to be the same age five years from now so just do like time will pass uh-huh. and so do the thing you want when you talk about like oh it's so true you you talk about um the the fear of like failure or not having something right like that was where you were in your 20s and mm-hmm. i love that you talk about now you have this like fear of abundance or like fear of success, success. Or, and and they're both so valid right like and i'm sure there's people like we all have i have those thoughts yeah. um i was i to that point like 
it's good to, to have those questions, right? Move past the fear, fear of failure and think about, oh my gosh, what could happen if it did? But I'm reading this book right now also called Unfuck Yourself by mm. Gary John Bishop. And it's like, get out of your head and into your life, right? And one of the things he talks about is um, like just doing it. Like he says, you are not your thoughts. Right. Like the, the physical action doesn't necessarily connect to your thoughts. Mm. So like we're thinking about the fear of failure or the fear of success. But like, how about if you just fucking did it? Mm-hmm. You can't get to step two until you've done step one. It's like Julia Cameron says, why not start at 30? Because you're going to be 35, 35 either way. Right. Like make step one happen and then deal with what comes next. Like, do you, and that's how we're, we're always going to be in life. So I just think it's funny that you brought it up. And it's like, I've recently been thinking about some of the same stuff. Yeah. I love the get out of your head too, especially with human design. Yeah. Like we're, most of us are not meant to live from our head, you know? And you, you talk a lot. So I think we said that your podcast is beauty therapy, right? Where, where can we find beauty therapy? So if you, if we have listeners who want to listen. Oh, it's a um, beauty therapy podcast. It can be anywhere found anywhere. Podcasts can be listened to. Perfect. Cause you talk a lot about human design. I mean, you talk about do. all sorts of fulfilling stuff on that podcast. So, yeah, it's so, a hodgepodge of explain like what it, like what the, what it's generally about for everybody. So I started beauty, th- beauty, gosh, beautify. I started beauty therapy podcast. Um, as a way to start a conversation around spiritual wellness, uh, lifestyle tools that I wish I would have had when I was working behind the chair. And the idea is that I think all of us who enter into a career of service are similar in the way that we're very comfortable with giving love away Mm -hmm. and caring so much for others and we really struggle to receive it or we just don't give ourselves the time i mean how many hairdressers are walking around saying like when is the last time i got my hair colored i've done like all you know how many of us go into like thanksgiving and christmas and all the holidays without like taking care of physically taking care of us because we've taken care of so many other people never mind like emotionally mentally so um I wanted to talk about some of the things that I like just the things that I wish I would have known when I was behind the chair on how to care for myself in a more well-rounded way. Uh, Cause it's, it is such a interesting game out there. Like yeah. we're so close energetically to other people and we're picking up so much of other people's stuff that isn't ours. And so we have to call in all the support to deal with the life of being a hairdresser. No, I love that. And I think you, um, it's just nice. And it's such a good outlet to be able to go. And like, it doesn't mean that like I find, I find something to connect to in every episode. Like I'm not out doing yoga every day, but sometimes when just hearing those conversations, like inspires me to want to try something a little bit different or just be conscious about self care. Right. Hmm. Even like you were saying, you're like, my self-care is just like being in my car listening to podcasts. And like, right. That's so cool. But it's on your mind now. And it totally was never before. Like I was just day to day, like getting through life. Right. But I think some of that like self-care stuff is what led me to start this podcast. And so like what you're doing for people, I just think it's so cool. And I just encourage everyone to seriously listen. It 
it helps you fi- like l- find your path, find out what you need to do for you. And I think you're just, you know, another thing since I'm giving you what, what makes you, you, you're just so good at helping people find that. And, um, I don't know. I just think it's, it's amazing. So thank you. Uh, and I'm on there, right? Like we did an episode together. Yes. So mo- more reason <laughs> for people to go. The best listen. episode with Alex. Um, so I think we've sort of talked about this. I know like a fear of abundance and a fear of love. What's as we grow, like success happens, right? So, so we get scared, we overcome something, we get to the next place. We get scared, we overcome something, we move on a little farther. And so we slowly climb to where we want to be. Um, what? But we're always scared. There's always some fear still in us. So what's something else? Like what's something that scares you now? What's something that scares me now? What's your, what are your current fears? I, I mean, other than the one about, you know, letting stuff in. Um, God, I, I have a lot of fears about the unknown. Mm-hmm. And of just, of just everything about it, of, of aging, um, which the aging itself doesn't scare me, but it's like, I guess it's, again, it's the things that I don't know about that are going to come up and like, and, uh, and running out of time is something I've always worried about. Like, what's, am I going to get everything done? Am I going to, um, our world (laughs) scares me a lot right now, uh, worrying about what's going to happen. And I think, I think ultimately if I, if I took life like day by day, um, I'm always mindful of making sure that I am being really honest and intentional in all of my connections and trying to care less about having people like me and more about really, really living my truth. Um, But there are certainly times when I, I realize I didn't speak up or I didn't say the true thing. Mm-hmm. And that scare that scares me. Like when I'm, that's the kind of stuff that'll keep me up. Like at when night. you almost like conform or like you do. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, or when I ask myself, like, did I contribute to, to that by my silence or by my, um, being being agreeable? Was that is that part of the problem? And so I think that my impact scares me. Mm. You know, and and it in some ways in a healthy way because it makes me very aware um but in other ways it's like fuck (laughs) i didn't used to worry about this (laughs) and now i worry about it it's i think it's a good thing to have concern over for one i think it means you care like sometimes fears just mean we care about our impact right Mm -hmm. um but i also love that you're like like i need to think about you're constantly thinking about being true so you're living a life that's fulfilling for you, right? Not not what someone else wants you to be. But one of the things that you always say to me, and I think it's something that I try to work on all the time, is like, um, and I think it's something, it's a conversation we can have related to this. It's weird. I wanted to go here and now you sort of went there um, on your own. It's this piece of like, uh, of speaking your mind and like putting your ideas out there, like 
talked you've talked to me a lot about like asking for what I deserve or mm-hmm. um, going after the things that I want in life, right? And um, and I think it's because you've done some of that, right? So, what advice would you have for like someone in their career who's like ready for the next thing or like wants to move to the next step? To how do they overcome like that little voice that's saying no or like what what would you recommend that they do to 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 live their truth or not be afraid I think you have to have the courage to put yourself out there and be willing to fail mm. to get to what you want and uh fail faster is my 2020 advice um because the faster you fail, the faster you're going to learn. And for so many of us, like we don't get to that perfect job or that, like you were talking earlier about, um, you know, we put ourselves out there and we may not necessarily get that thing. We might not get chosen. Right. And it can be like really hurtful, especially when we're like as authentic as possible and then they don't pick us, but we'll never get to that place. Like until we fail. And so I just say fail faster uh, and every single failure is really like, it's just a pathway. It's, it's your pathway to yeah. success. And sometimes you'll try and you won't fail and like, good. Okay. Like bonus round. <laughs> yeah, it's like we made it. <laughs> Woo. Like skip to the next, but like, it's usually it's like, time to fail again. It's time to fail again. Yeah. It's usually laying. Um, it's usually like laying brick. Like every time you fail, it's like laying, like creating a brick road for yourself to like the mm-hmm. next place that you want to go. Um, and I heard this like, like recently. I loved it. But someone said, and Alex, this is to you. Um, but they <laughs> said, like, if you want to start a podcast and you do your first podcast and you nail it, well, then fuck you because you should have done it like three <laughs> years ago. <laughs> oh, like it's meant to be. It's meant to be a slow, uh, like built, like no one is meant to go out the gate like perfectly. And so, so that, that being part of that process and just trying whatever it is, whether it's a creative endeavor you want to start or asking for the thing that you want, like a, you're never going to know until you try and B, you're never going to learn until you fail. So just rip, rip that bandaid off. Yeah. Well, I, I finally ripped the fucking bandaid off. So thanks. And thanks for that. Um, I really love, I think my, my motto for the next few months, right. is going to be fail faster. I really love that. Cause I agree. Right. Like in failure, in failure, mm-hmm. <laughs> in failure, uh, comes learns and comes opportunity. And every time you fail, really, it's just an opportunity to grow and learn and be better. And like, and don't stop, like, don't stop going for it. And, and then you said like, when you stumble upon like, or when you, when you don't fail, it's like exciting, but then fuck up again. Yeah. So that you can learn something else. Right? Totally. Like if you, if you do it and you don't make a mistake, well, like you probably took that risk too late. Mm. Like, so go, go again. And I also think we need to test our, we need to test our boundaries, especially right now. We need yeah. to set boundaries, but we also need to question the box that boxes that we put ourselves in or the boxes that others have put us in and just like figure plus start playing around and figuring out like what we can get away with. Yeah. Does that make sense? And yeah. like or how much of our energy is really necessary in order to get this thing done? Like say for an example, you're a hairdresser working behind the chair and you have a client who like 
is super demanding of you and is always like energetically asking so much of you. Mm-hmm. Like what if you just set a boundary around like, okay, listen, um, I'm going to now need to be t- making sure that our appointments are only the set time and you just don't engage every single time that they're like trying to gossip or whatever. Like what maybe, maybe you lose that client, but maybe you don't, maybe they'll like adapt. And same for like that boss that's always asking too much of you and asking for you to work like on the weekends or extra when you weren't planning. What if you just said no? Like, why are we so scared? Like, why do we keep taking and not setting our own boundaries and not testing? Or why do we accept other people's bare minimum that we continue to give 110%? Like, what if you Mm. gave, and this this is the real kicker, there's certain things in our lives that don't require all of our attention. So sometimes we can actually show up 50% and like it's okay. Like there are certain things where you can be like, I all I need to do is drop in this much and then not Get be done. there. Yeah. yeah. Just that's it. Like yeah. I don't need to go all in. It's like I'm say you drop your go to drop your rent off and every time you do, you get into like an hour conversation with like, like is that necessary? Did that have to happen? So it's just yeah. like figure out where you're show where you're giving too much and where where you're giving too much and you're not getting enough back test start playing around with your boundaries you come Mm -hmm. to find like we do we do way more than we have to and then you can start to control them better like then you're then then you're less then you're less afraid again to Mm -hmm. like to do that i think i can like literally almost i could probably think of a client right now that i would want to set boundaries with Mm -hmm. you know when i was buying the chair full time and uh i think to that point like what if you did it and then like what if the client didn't come back like if you really were exerting that much energy and that much effort and it was like driving you that crazy and the client decided to not come back, they're probably going to come back because you're probably skilled and talented and you're going to be stuck with them anyways. But what if they did it? Then it opens your door for like, who knows? It could be the most amazing client you've ever had that refers you 20 new clients. Like sometimes opportunity opens in those moments too. Totally. We need to, we need to start making space Hmm. for better stuff to come through. I love that. So we're going to fail some. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get some space. We're going to create some boundaries. Create some boundaries. So um, with your, is there a way that, I know we talked about uh, your podcast, but you also do human design readings as mm-hmm. well. And I know people are going to be really excited, excited and want to know more. So for one, you can get a little bit on beauty therapy. There's some episodes just on human design. But if I wanted a human design reading, where do I go for that? So I have a link um, to my human design readings on my podcast. It's at Kira with Love. And uh, you can just click the link in the bio. And I have my website and the booking link and more information. And I definitely suggest um, also, uh, you know, listening to the beauty therapy intro episodes on human design. That way, when we read your chart, we can dive in so much deeper and talk about like the nitty gritty of you. And Alex, I can do a special discount code for your listeners. Ooh, yeah. I really love that idea. Yeah, should we do like um, Alex 150? Which could be $45 dollars off a reading. Yeah, Alex 150. Yeah. Okay. I think it's amazing. You guys, seriously, I, I promise you, I'm not, this isn't like a advertising thing, I swear <laughs> to God. Like, you should need your human design read. It's kind of the most incredible eye-opening thing ever. Um, so just thanks. Thanks for the, the special yeah, offer. Yeah, of course. Um, listen, I have to tell you, 
thank you so much for being my first guest on Fearless. And um, thank you so much for everything you do for this industry and for people and what you've done for me to allow me to even get to this place. I, I appreciate you so much. So thank you. I appreciate you so much. I'm so honored to be here, Alex. And I'm so happy that you're doing this work. Thank you. And thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I'm so excited and we'll see you next time on Fearless. Fearless. Bye guys.